Hello, hello, hello. This is Dee Dee Banks, and I thank you for joining me at the table today with this discussion about narcissists. This is my episode number three, and today is June the 25th, 2020. It's early morning here in uh, Mountain Standard Time, and uh, it's a beautiful day, and I just am so excited uh, to talk about uh, this particular topic uh, this morning, which is... um, an answer to one of the questions about um, dealing with a narcissist. And the question is, um, the question is, excuse me, let me get this together. Why won't a relationship with a narcissist ever work? Now, the gentleman that's going to answer this question, his name is Stephen Thomas. And he was in uh, three years of a narcissistic, abusive uh, relationship. So this is his answer. Being with a person with a narcissist personality disorder, NPD, is not really a relationship. Yeah, you might hang out all the time and go places. You have sex, but that's not a true relationship. Firstly, a relationship needs intimacy and they have sex just to get off is not really intimate. Real intimate sex is going to have a lot of uh, I love you's and staring into each other's eyes and doing things to make your significant other happy. Amen. And lots of cuddling and sweet talk at the end. Nice, playful kisses and holding hands. Narcissists do not do that. Second, a relationship needs caring and being able to talk through difficult times. They don't do that either. They'll either rape, I mean, excuse me, they'll either rage or ghost slash silent treatment. Third, a relationship needs commitment and trust. Narcissists like to live a double life. One day be with you and act all fine, the next with their friend, family, or another supply and talk bad about you. I mean, honestly, narcissists barely ever have anything good to say about anyone even people close to them. Fourth, relationships need people to bond. That's how you care for the other person and love them. Narcissists do not bond. They have very little empathy for your sadness, depression, stress, or pain. Those are just a few points why a relationship will not work with a person who has narcissistic personality disorder. How about that? How about that, family? Pay attention to everything that I just read. This gentleman, Stephen Thomas, I mean, he sums that thing up 
about a relationship and what brings a relationship to a full relationship. And without the things uh, that he mentioned, um, you know, narcissists are incapable of doing. That's why a relationship with them will never work. So for those of you that want to know if you're dealing with a narcissist in your relationship and you see some of this that Stephen just brought up, you need to really, really get out of this relationship because it's going to get you nowhere but years, months, I mean, so much pain in your life. It's best to meet them, find out this information as soon as possible, and you need to sever the ties of this relationship. Even friendship, it's not even worth a relation, a friendship with a narcissist. You will fail. It is empty. It's a one-sided situation. You will fail. Now, I'm going to read um, uh, another one more for you that um, I wanted to share. Let me let me get to that. Give me one moment here. Okay, we're going to go into question number two. And this is by, uh, this question was answered by Vicki King, who is a survivor of 28 years married to someone diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. And the question to her was this, how do narcissists keep their victims in a relationship with them? Hmm. It sounds like you are aware of how a narcissist traps their victims. Love bombing, rushing things too fast and too soon so the person doesn't have time to assess the situation, creating a false personality that mirrors the desires of the victim, tell stories of past victimization by previous relationship that build empathy and develop a sense of protective caring toward the narcissist and effusive words and actions of idealized love, to name a few. Once the, once, excuse me, once the victim is in the snare, so to speak, the narcissist will let down their guard. They can't help it. They have been holding in their real personality, their anger, and their self-loathing, which will be project, projected unto the victim. Then the victim is slowly stewed in with the abuse, drip by drip, leveled so subtly, subtly, and so effusively apologized for by the narcissist that the victim forgives. After all, the victim is normal and has normal feelings of empathy. The narcissist has little or none. The victim is slowly controlled and manipulated by the narcissist's set of tools, some of them being unquestioned obedience. You will learn to walk on eggshells and to never question an opinion or action by the narcissist. Expects to be treated special at all times. No matter how you are feeling, the feelings of the narcissist come first. They will not even notice when you feel hurt or upset. 
It will promise to change a behavior that is unsettling or downright abusive to you. Give an Academy Award winning apology. Then turn around and do the same exact thing hours, days, or weeks later. The narcissist will use sex as power, control, and a method to demean. They may be great lovers, then withhold or not care about pleasing you at all and forcing sex for personal gratification. They're insensitive. No, they're hypersensitive to how he or she is seen or perceived by others. So you will be groomed by being demeaned or raised at for an example, not to say anything negative about the narcissist in public or to clarify statements that are shaded or totally untrue. You must uphold the narcissist's fake persona at all times and at all costs. The narcissist may control you by withholding money or threatening to cut you off financially. The narcissist will try to isolate you from your friends and your family. Meanwhile, they will put on a false front of being the nice guy or girl to the friends and the family. The narcissist will make you atone for every sin you have ever committed in your past They that they have pulled out of you to use for this purpose. Previous divorce, abortion, job firing, bad childhood, money problems, etc. They will privately devalue you as being inferior, incapable, or not worthy. Eventually, this behavior will spill over into publicly devaluing devaluing you. They will outshine you in public by arriving late, wearing exotic or designer clothing, using overdramatic speech, or by making grand entrances while you trail behind as a member of the court. They will threaten to divorce you or leave you with every perceived slight. The narcissist will insist on spending money you don't have to buy expensive cars, dinners, houses, clothing, or jewelry to appear more affluent than they are. If you try and control the spending, you will have you will be labeled a bore and a wet blanket to all of their fun. You will not be communicated with. Instead, you will be dictated to as if you were a cadet in the military. Orders will be given and expected to be carry out, carried out as soon as possible. When criticized, the narcissist tends to lash out, not just with anger, but with rage. Anyone who criticized, criticizes is considered an enemy or demeaned as a loser, a weasel, or their favorite adjective. Adjective, I'm sorry. The narcissist has all the answers and is an expert on all matters, (laughs) which you must accept this fact or face the consequences. If you seem bored or 
If you seem bored or the narcissist perceived that you are not listening, you will be reprimanded or may suffer a rage due to your disrespect. The narcissist will cut off communications and go cold for no apparent reason, leaving you wondering what you did or what you said. The tactic will be used as well when you want to discuss issues that are important to you. The narcissist will sit around, no, will sit without comment, looking very bored. The narcissist will be constantly using you to check to see if you still respect him or her by asking bizarre questions about your opinion of them. The narcissist will correct you on your opinions, what you feel or what your likes or dislikes are, and try to manipulate you into accepting this. The narcissist will let you know subtly or overtly that they are sexually attracted to other people and may even be having affairs. The narcissist will display manic behavior as they pursue their artifacts of attention and adoration. The narcissist will do the least but brag the most. He will be the one that does the most work around the house or has the, has the more demanding job. <laughs> wow, every act that they do must be acknowledged and appreciated with great thankfulness. The narcissist will use other people to demean you, including your children. This is done by grooming them to believe that you are mean, you're crazy, or you're stupid. These are just a few examples. The manipulations are endless, constant, and always morphing. As soon as you think you have figured out the reason for the manipulative behavior, the narcissist will completely change the behavior. It is for the sole purpose of controlling you. One day, they like chocolate, so you bring them chocolate. Then that day, they'll rage at you for not knowing that they don't like chocolate. You are living in a house or you're in a relationship of mirrors. Get on your hands and knees if necessary and crawl out while you have an iota of sanity left. Wow, how powerful is that? Thank you, Vicki King. That was just profound. And I'm so glad that out of a 28-year survivor in a marriage that she had to endure going through this type of life with that type of person. So, I pray, I pray for each and every one of you who have dealt with this type of personality disorder and those that may have a narcissistic personality disorder, I'll be praying for you too. So this is what you have to do, family. Those of you that are dealing with this or you notice some of this stuff, you pray, you go to God and you ask the Lord to release you and deliver you immediately because it is a demonic spirit. It is not of God. You see, God is, is love. God is peace, love, joy, and all the beautiful things that make you feel wonderful. When you're dealing with people who hurt you, 
do things to demean you, that is not of God and it needs to be rebuked in the name of Jesus. So I just want to let you know this, men and women, this personality disorder does not discriminate. Spirits don't discriminate. They jump to and fro and their goal is to take you out and send you to hell. So you have got to get delivered from this family. You know, I talk about narcissists because I, um, during this pandemic, from February this year, 2020, until right now today, every morning when I get up, I have to look in the mirror and I have to deal with myself. When the world shut down from everything that I used to get out and do, I mean, everything that I did uh, to enjoy, you know, it was shut down. So I had no choice because God was speaking to me and he's speaking to the world saying, take a look at yourself. You have to take a look at your inner self. You have to. You have to look within yourself. You have to find out, are you being abused? Were you abused? And if you had a lifetime of being abused, you have to get healed from that. You cannot move forward in your life if you don't address issues that you have dealt with in your life. I'm 64, so there's I have a big onion. And layers and layers of my onion has been peeled off day by day, causing me to look at myself and get to the root of things that are in my life. That if they're wonderful, they're wonderful. They're 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 Christ-like. But then if you got some of that other stuff that is not Christ-like, you cannot live a fulfilled and a happy life. So I recommend each and every person, each and every living being, to look in the mirror. Take this time during this pandemic because people are dropping like flies. It's serious. And for people to waste time right now, yes, we're fighting for Black Lives Matter and and we're fighting for, uh, we're tired of all this injustice. But before you get up out of bed, before you start your day, get on your knees and talk to God and ask for forgiveness first, repent of your sins. And before you, after you repent of your, no, you praise him. Praise Him first for all He's done for you. Praise Him for waking you up every morning. Praise Him for giving you another day. And then you repent. Ask for forgiveness of anything that is unlike Him and that is unpleasing in His sight. Once you do that, then you ask Him for what it is that you need for Him to do in your life. That's how you do it. And you need to do it every day. You need to look at yourself within yourself every day. Ask him to reveal ugly in you every day. Ask him to reveal the beauty in you every day so that you can continue to be your best best self and get rid of your worst self before you move on to different relationships. You have to take care of yourself. You are not complete. And it is unfair for you to jump into different relationships when you have not resolved relationships in yourself. Things that you need to address. You can't. Two broken people cannot come together. 
each one of you have to come to each other as a whole piece. And you can't do that unless you've examined yourself. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'll talk to you soon. But before I go, let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this beautiful and this glorious day. You are so wonderful. We won't take this day for granted, God. Thank you for waking us up. Lord, show us ourselves every day. Show us ourselves, Father God. Forgive us for the ugliness that is unchristlike, Lord. Oh God, and bless us with more and more things that are Christ-like. Build us up, Father God. Fill us with your precious spirit. Save us, God. Give us salvation, Lord. Oh God, we're turning to you. We're looking to you for the answers that man cannot give us. Lord, we love you and we're going to keep on praying and worshiping you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you don't know Christ and you need salvation, receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior is a very, very important step. So the first thing you need to do is you need to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Amen. So you want to receive Jesus into your heart. Repent of your sins today. Amen. I love you until we speak again. God bless.